1: Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this Rapid Reaction edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. I'm here to recap where I was at on Friday night. I was out at Bishop Lynch for a doubleheader, a basketball doubleheader between uh, the host Bishop Lynch and Prestonwood Christian Academy. In a uh, matchup between four state-ranked, uh, state-ranked basketball teams, both the boys' and the girls' teams ranked within the top five um, in the state. So um yes, two games that uh you know, two games that uh, are befitting of a uh, of state tournament designation to, between uh four teams that figure to vie for state championships this season. Um ultimately though it is the home team that comes away with a sweep over uh Prestonwood Christian Academy. Bishop Lynch is able to uh to pick up the win in the boys game forty seven forty one the girls game a bit of a different story. Lynch far more convincing in that one, 78 to 49. Um, let's let's focus a little bit on the uh, on the boys game to start, since this was you know the the marquee attraction of the uh, of the doubleheader with the, um with just as closely contested as this game was. Um, you know the uh, it, it's been kind of interesting to see the dynamic between Prestonwood and Bishop Lynch in recent years, just because when you think of Prestonwood and just this run that they've been on this this. Private school dynasty on the basketball court—they've that they've been able to amass um, a lot of it centers around them having a uh, a dominant Division One post player, be it you know Julius Randle, Zach Peters. Snyder Harard, De Jerry Baptiste. It's always been Prestonwood that's been the team that has had that six ten just juggernaut patrolling the paint to uh, you know, to rebound and swat everything in sight while at the same time completely overwhelming opposing defenses inside. Um at least for the last two years, though, Prestonwood has not had that player. You know, Prestonwood still has some good size. They've got 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, out there, but they don't have that one, you know, to just do it all, just, you know, interior force like years past. The uh, The difference is, and how that relates to Lynch, is that this year, Lynch, Lynch has that player. Um, you know, this was my first look at Bishop Lynch this year, um, you know, but they've... Uh, you know, they were able to get one of the, uh, you know, one of the more renowned um, big men in the state in uh, in Russell Barlow, who is a, uh, you know, a TCU commit. He's uh you know he's six ten you know he's a, he's very much a throwback post you know attempts a lot of his offense for, you know with his back to the basket and yeah is there just to rebound block everything in sight and just uh you know kind of a, a much different dynamic with you know with Prestonwood now being at a at a bit of a size disadvantage in a, in a matchup like this so um but that's you know so kind of looking then as to how uh, how Wood handled that. On Friday, um, Prestonwood was not bashful at all. I mean, right from the get-go, they made it a point to attack the rim and contest Barlow every chance they could. Um, you know, talking to head coach David Conradi afterwards, it's kind of by design. Prestonwood likes to, you know, likes to generate a lot of its offense at the rim, try and get, um, you know, get a lot of free throws out of that. I, th- I believe the uh, the exact verbiage that he used is that they make more free throws than other teams attempt on most nights. So, um, you know, so this was very much by design, but. Um, you know pressurewood had a uh, had a tough time getting a uh, getting a consistent beat on uh, on contesting barlow he did a, he did a pretty good job as far as you know altering shots if not outright swatting them and um eventually you know when this came into uh, when this got into crunch time um it was it was the lynch big man that kind of had his fingerprints over the most pivotal stretch of this game um so with about a uh, with about inside of 3 minutes left in um, a back and forth, fourth quarter, Prestonwood is able to uh, you know to get a, uh, to get a lead, I believe it was 38 to 37 on a putback by Keller Boothby. Um, Lynch is able to get a quick bucket by Sean Coleman down on the other end. And, um, and then Prestonwood just kind of goes, goes a little bit cold for a stretch. Um, you know they miss a shot, Lynch gets the ball. Um, a lot of Lynch's offense was geared around postups for Barlow um, and trying to isolate him on the, uh, on the left block mostly. And um, you know, they were able to get him, you know, one-on-one against um you know, against Prestonwood. He's able to convert a hook shot for a three-point lead. On the other end, Prestonwood tries to attack the rim. He's able to block the lions um on that shot, get the rebound, dish it off to Coleman for free throws, and then Lynch is able to go up by five with about uh with about 90 seconds left. And that was um you know, that was kind of enough to keep uh to keep Prestonwood at bay. You know the Lions. Um, they're able to, you know, at least make it a uh, make it a one possession game late, but can't get that uh, that tying shot to fall. Um, and yes, and as a result, they, uh, you know, they lose forty seven to forty one to Bishop Lynch. The Friars and the Lions split their season series in uh, in two games that, uh, you know, despite Lynch, you know, having this uh, having added this uh, this big X factor in Russell Barlow. You know, um, it's you know they've played Lynch. Yeah, I mean, Lynch and Preston would have played two games that have gone right down to the wire. You know, uh, Preston was able to get the better of uh, get the better of the Friars in uh, in Preston Woods' home gym in the first go around on a uh, on a big game-winning bucket by uh, Mateo Ishik. Um, obviously, on uh, on Friday, Lynch is able to return the favor. But you've got two games that were very closely contested, went down to the wire, and um, it really kind of sets the uh, you know sets a bit of a a bit of a compelling uh, compelling plot line now entering the postseason. When these two uh, these two teams played last year for the state championship, and um, you know last year, despite Lynch sweeping Prestonwood during the regular season. It was uh, in, instead the uh, the Lions that got the better of things when it mattered most in uh, in beating the Friars for a sixth straight state championship. Obviously, um, you know if we get a rubber match, it's going to have to be in the postseason. Uh, I'm not sure how the brackets are going to shake out. Um, as of now, though, obviously with their win on friday, Lynch is able to uh you know to gain a a pretty uh, a pretty comfortable lead now over Prestonwood for the district championship Lynch is twelve and one in the uh in the taps one six a standings Prestonwood ten and two. Um with Lynch only having one game left on its schedule. So if Lynch is able to win that game, then obviously no questions asked. They will be the district champions and have the more favorable seed in the postseason. Um so yeah, a uh, you know, a very uh, very fascinating game on the boys' side. Um some quick stats from that game. Uh Prestonwood got twelve points from Mateo Ashick in that game. Uh Justin Webster added eleven. Um uh, let's see. Uh, for Bishop Lynch, Barlow finished with ten points, nine rebounds, three blocks. Sean Komen added fifteen points. Um, yeah, a, a very, a very solid game. A very solid cap to the uh, cap to the double header um, after a uh, after the girls' game, which was uh, was very, very different from a uh, from a game script standpoint, but um, but still fairly notable. In that, um, you know, I'm going to try, uh, well, first off, like I said, the, uh, you know, the final score in the girls game was 78 to 49, um, a completely different look than the first time uh, these two teams played, um, you know, Preston Wood able to drag Bishop Lynch, the reigning state champions, into overtime. Um, before dropping a fifty-one to forty-seven decision, but a game that very much, you know, some very impressive defense by Preston. Would that go around? They were able to specifically do a good job Ding up on uh, on Lynch's, uh, you know, superstar junior Nia Green. Um, on Friday in the rematch, a uh, a much different narrative, though. Um, I mean, this one was this one was over in a hurry, and. Um, a lot of that had to do not only with Nia Green, but you know her fellow, uh, you know fellow junior superstar, Endia Rogers. Um, there was just no answer for these two, and um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to avoid hyperbole when I say this. The shooting display that Nia Green and Endia Rogers put on in the first half, I'm not sure in almost nine years of covering high school basketball if I have ever seen a team shoot that well, or two players shoot that well, I should say, in one half of basketball. And that is boys or girls. Um Nia Green had 21 points in the first half alone. She hit five three pointers. And of those twenty one points, almost all of them were on jump shots. I mean she was hitting jump shots at what felt like you know when you can when you think of high school basketball i mean it, I mean she was knocking down jump shots at what felt like a highly unsustainable rate, but she just could not miss i mean these were step back threes, threes off the bounce I mean just her shots her shot repertoire was a sight to behold. And there was just nothing that Prestonwood could do to stop that. And Endia Rogers was just as lethal. She had 16 points in the first half, and um, a lot of that was, um, you know, they, you know, Prestonwood did have a tough time, uh, you know, defending the defending Rogers in the pick and roll because I mean her with her ability to just, you know, just attack her quickness and her ability to attack the rim, coupled with a very very silky smooth jump shot. There was no recourse for either her or Green. Um, I believe afterwards, head coach Holly Mulligan said that. Rodgers and Green shot a combined seventy-eight percent from the field in that first half, and I mean, yeah, she said afterwards. I mean, it felt like a hundred. <laughs> I mean, that's and that's not too far-fetched. It was just insane, just the level of shot making that those two put forth. Um, and yeah, and that was obviously all that Lynch needed. Like I said, they um, you know, Lynch only scored fifty-one points in their first meeting because Rodgers and Green were so hot shooting the ball. Lynch already had forty-seven points at the half. In Friday's rematch, so on the one hand, it's I mean it was just an incredible display of offense by those two, and it's not like that's you know that those two aren't you know aren't capable of of scoring you know at a pretty high clip. I mean these are two of the better juniors in the in the state, for that matter. You know, in ca- in the case of Nia Green, she's one of the top prospects in the country. Um, but at the same time, it's it's kind of tough to know how much you can truly extrapolate from a game like that, because the shooting was just so, just beyond the norm, that if these two teams were to play for a third time, I mean, it's really tough to know what kind of, uh, just what you're getting out of Lynch. Which team is the, where does this matchup truly lie? Is it the first game where this was a closely contested defensive grinder that went to overtime, or is it just, you know, Nia Green and India Rogers is just two singular talents for Preston Wood to keep up with, um, you know, on... On Friday, it was the latter, and um you know Prestonwood just really didn't have a whole lot to you know to counter with, because what can you? I mean, when you're down by when you're down by 20 in the first half, I mean that just kind of throws any and all game plan and defensive tactics out the window. I mean, as Coach Mulligan said afterwards, there just aren't enough timeouts to to regroup and just uh you know just gather yourselves when you're having to make up ground by that much against an offense that just is not missing. Um, you know, Prestonwood's best weapon was the free throw line. They're actually able to get there quite a bunch. Um, their top two scores on the night. Um, they did get 17 points from Peyton. Hicks, um, 14 points from Morgan Hervey, as well as, uh, eight rebounds. Um, a bit of a, an unfortunate side note to that, uh, to that latter point, you know, Hervey, uh, she did go down with, um, with a knee injury early in the fourth quarter and appeared to be a fairly severe one, um. She's scheduled to have an MRI, to, um, you know, today on Saturday. Um, afterwards, though, um, you know, Coach Mulligan mentioned that she feared that it might be uh, ACL-related, which you just you, you hate to hear that. Um, you know, you never want to see anybody's season potentially come to an end, you know, as a result of a of an injury of that circumstance. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers to Morgan Hervey and her family. Hopefully, she has a, a, a swift recovery. And um, yeah, so um, you know, an unfortunate turn of events there late in the game for uh, for Prestonwood. Uh, let's see some other numbers from this one um you know said uh you know Nia green went on to finish with 31 points uh rogers finished with 27 i mean that was that was i mean once again that was that was all that lynch needed i mean yeah you look at that i mean collectively those two outscore Preston wood 58 to 49 um in addition to uh to hicks and hervey um claire traeger submitted her usual balance night she had eight points uh ten rebounds uh two blocks um jordan webster um had a you know that was another thing um you know Nia green in addition to just absolutely shooting the lights out she did a fantastic job um you know making life tough on jordan webster who is a uh, a spectacular sophomore in her own right you know her um, you know webster was held scoreless in the first half she gets going a little bit late you know she scores seven points grabs four offensive rebounds has three blocks but um yeah not a uh, you know not a uh not a night that Prestonwood's going to look back on too too fondly now as they as they begin to soldier on towards the postseason in hopes of uh, getting a third crack at Bishop Lynch along the way. So, um, otherwise, folks, hey, that is about um, all I had with this. Um, you can check out my game story. I'm going to put together some video highlights for the boys' game. You can uh, check that stuff out at StarLocalSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MWelchSLM. Otherwise, um, hey, this has been Matt Welch with StarLocal Media with a rapid reaction for Friday night's doubleheader between Prestonwood Christian and Bishop Lynch. Y'all have a great weekend, and, uh, hey, we will talk to y'all next week.